Hello and welcome to Exposed Network. I am Anthony Hinojosa. And I'm Meeks Whiskey. Today we are coming today to talk about some things. But in case you don't know what this show is about, here on Exposed Network we talk about the honesty of the life. We ask why as much as we can to try to get to the very core, the starting point of our lives to where we can start changing and becoming the best versions of ourselves. We can't get there until we start asking why do we do what we do? And we have to be honest about it. And so here on this uh, on this show, we like to talk about, in the most honest ways possible, why do we do the things that we do? What do we feel? How do we think about these things? And really try to be as brutally honest about it. Migs, you are one of the people that definitely are uh, on the train of brutal honesty. And you just love just telling it like it is. And sometimes you piss people off. How is that? How is that life going for you? Oh man, it's it's it, it, it can be hell sometimes, man. Uh, the truth shall set you free, but the truth's gonna hurt. Oh, it hurts. And everyone loves you till you tell them the truth, yeah. and then they hate you. <laughs> but that's just the way it goes, man. And like for me, that's what I gotta do for my program is is in my life is be honest, right? Ownership, yeah. Like own my shit, yeah. Straight up, like. There's been so many times I've been at the bottom and it's because that's exactly where I wanted to be. Right. You see, I didn't lose things. I gave things away. Mm. And and that's, and trust me, that's that's even hard. Like I said, the truth shall set you free, but the truth's going to hurt. Yeah. But it's like the only way I can live today because like if I play the blame game, victimitis, uh, I'm a victim, then I can just live my whole life just saying it's 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 the government's fault it's yeah. my this and that and that's what i want to talk about today yeah today we want to talk about unemployed Oof, unemployed being what? jobless what? this is this is going this is striking too close to home for me oh. <laughs> quit fired laid off yeah just didn't give a damn yeah which one is it yeah because you're really gonna have to get honest yeah and i think i've, I've had a little bit of all of them right me too and that's why I want to talk about it. And then this is, I'm not even taking sides on this one because I just want to talk about the realness. Yeah. Like from all sides. And let's do that. All right. Let's, let's talk on So let's talk about unemployment. Let's, let's, let's get into that subject. But before we get into there, Migs, how you doing, man? How you uh, doing? I'm doing good, brother. I'm doing yeah. good. I'm doing good. Focusing on music and uh, family. Yeah. And just keep moving forward. That's good. I gotta just keep moving forward and uh, and always staying honest with thyself. That's good. You know, owning my shit. That's good, man. You, brother, how you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, a little soft restart in my life, I feel like, to kind of like put a little more focus on certain things and try to move forward towards those certain things. And it's good, you know, to have a, a like a little um, like clean up the desk so you can figure out what you want to put on it next. And that's where I'm at right now, and it's a it's a good feeling because you don't get too many good restarts. I just turned 30, so to have that, it feels like a fresh restart for me, and uh, everything's lining up. I can tell everything's lining up to be in my best interest, so I'm excited. So today we're talking about unemployment, and the reason why we're talking about unemployment is because recently both you and I yep. are technically considered unemployed. unemployed. <laughs> Uh, Migs, you became unemployed about what? A month ago? A month ago. About a month ago? Yeah. For me, it happened about a week ago. Yeah. So um, uh, we want to talk about like the the honesty that comes behind that. Because there's a lot of thoughts that come with the, the idea of being unemployed. Whether it be you got fired, whether you laid off, uh, you quit, quit, you didn't care about the job anymore, whatever it is. There's these people that always have this like a certain mentality. By the end of the day, what we can't get away from is the fact that you don't got income. 
Is yeah. that what we're talking about? You don't have yeah. income, or is it that you just don't work for an establishment? And like getting into those uh, to the weeds is kind of really not as important as like when your mom comes up to you is like, yeah, but are you, are you able to pay the bills? That's kind of the only thing that really matters by the end of the day. So we want to talk about anything that kind of comes with that that feeling. But coming out of it, you're about a you're about a month away from the feeling itself of becoming unemployed. Do you want me to walk? any detail through that process of, uh, of how it happened or maybe how you feel about it? Man, feelings, lots, right? <laughs> You're like, at the beginning, there's a little like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, like, man, what's going on? Okay, so I imagine on your end, it was surprising. Yeah, it was surprising. It was, it was, it was, it was a layoff. Okay. And um, it was just, I guess that's what the company just felt like it was the next move. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not gonna lie, like being brutally honest, I went home and I'm like, was there anything I could have done to make it better? So I had to take that inventory. Mm -hmm. I had to be like, was I slacking to be the one that got cut? Yeah, right. Because obviously people stayed. Was I the one slacking? Right. And then I had to think, you know, numbers down it happens yeah and like but like i i can't go into the blame game like a lot of americans have done with the there's an illegal taking my job kind of thing this that that wasn't in this case scenario in this case scenario it was just that it was just like thinking about like the company and where it was going and for me uh what i could have done even the better or how am i going to do it to to get through this because i got to get through it no matter what right and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how it went down. Yeah. Is what am I going to do now? Like, my bills need to get paid. And and you just can't stay in that mentality of the world falling apart. Right. I feel like I have to stay in that mentality of it's falling into place. Yeah. And that's the only thing that gets me through. And you can call that faith or, or whatever, man. I just, I call it faith for sure. <laughs> but it's, it, it, it's, it's totally faith. It's, yeah. it's, it's my God close one door to open another one yeah. and um like i said before we got into this convo uh, is i'm focused on the music yeah. and I'm, I'm 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 out there i'm searching yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm looking for the next door to get opened mm-hmm. and um but am i stressing about it no and i think that comes from my faith man yeah. it comes where like this happened for a reason right. i had to and life must go on and uh yeah, I'm just I'm just still like trying to stay positive because every day you know you are you are unemployed, and when you tell somebody, because they'll always like, hey, so how's work going? Yeah, and then you're like, uh, I got laid off a while back. Yeah, and then right away they want to like, oh man, I feel so bad, but I'm like, nah, it's good. Yeah, you know it's 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 good, and it's not like this like, I'm like, no, nah, I'm just trying to co-sign some insanity. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. Cause this isn't this isn't my first rodeo. Yeah, I've been fired before. Yeah, laid off. Mm-hmm. I've quit. Mm-hmm. Didn't give a damn and just didn't show up. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's different this time? The mentality. Yeah. The mentality. Yeah. And I'm in a like like we've talked many times. I'm I'm in a different place in my life. I'm two years into a, over two years into a journey of like self discovery, recovery, yeah. and um, and trying to figure out what this is all about. Asking why for everything, mm-hmm. and and I'm doing the same thing with this. Yeah, it's like all right. So what's the next door? And and I'm going to my faith, and I'm going to my routine. Not because all of a sudden I don't have a job, doesn't mean that the routine can't stop. If anything, it should go. Now I should go full throttle. Yeah, 
full throttle and and just like I put it into my routine and just how I put it into everything. Like that's why I don't, I don't understand when I see a guy on the side of the freeway with working arms and working legs and and not, you know. And, and I'm I'm not dissing on the the American man, but like yo, there's on the other side of that freeway, there's a dude selling oranges or flowers, and I don't care right. what his race is because I seen a black guy selling flowers. Yeah. See, everyone always says like, oh yeah, well what about the you know I see on Facebook it's like the illegal alien or whatever selling on the the, ro- uh, the roses yeah, uh, or the yeah. oranges. No, yeah. I actually saw a brother, yeah. a, a black man, yeah. uh, African American, selling oranges mm-hmm. or no, I think it was flowers. It was yeah. flowers, and that I was like, yeah, you see, it's just it's just homie, homie's not gonna give up. Yeah, hard work's hard work. And, and I don't knock nobody like, I don't knock nobody for like getting that downgrade like that 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 low that downstep to that other job just to keep it going because yeah. that's like dude hey you gotta do what you gotta do and right. I, I gotta keep that mentality right now so that's yeah. the mentality i'm in that's getting me through and just putting in applications and and, and looking for the, the the door to open and yeah and while i'm doing that giving it full throttle on the music now there is no excuse to be yeah. like give a little bit of extra more time into my to my craft mm-hmm. because that's what i truly want to do Truly, truly. I think right. for me too, what happens too, and I learned this, is I made option B, option A. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. And I messed up. Yeah. Because then I'm like, yo, hold on. This option A was option B. Mm-hmm. But I got too comfortable. And sometimes I go back to my faith and I feel like God had to switch it. But then I got to go back and think. Did God really switch it or were you just a lazy bum? Yeah, right. That's an important question to ask. Are you just a lazy bum and that's why you got cut? Yeah. So I always got to go back to that. Like, was it really me? Right. Was it me? Was it? That's why. And I just own that part. And like, nah, I, I did exactly what I was I, I was doing and and I got exactly what I got. And then that's, I'm going to have to deal with it. Yeah. Like, whatever that is now and moving forward. What about you, brother? Like, in this weekend to unemployment what's the mindset you got like right now or, um, or just how you coming at it well for me i uh the business that um i was coming out of and you're more than welcome to s- expose out the business that you're in but it's in the recovery business <laughs> and in the recovery business i'm not i'm not a recovering addict in any way shape or form i never really dealt with um addiction personally and in fact going as far as to say that i'm not i never touched a drug or a drink in my life i've had four uh four sips of alcohol in my life and that is just to be able to test it out to say to figure it out that i actually don't like it at all so the drugs i've never smoked cigarette I never smoked weed never did any drugs whatsoever at all the recovery business has nothing to do with me at all personally but uh, my dad died an alcoholic and that was the closest i got to it and when i came around uh, chief and his crew um, that's when I started learning more about this um, this whole entire field of people. And uh, people are people, addict or not, I love them to death. And so when I got to be able to get a part of, um, of a company uh, to be able to start working in that same place, I took it and it was great. I was, I was there for, a year, I think about a year and eight months, maybe two years, and it was fun. It was fun. I got to learn so many different things about my life. I added some amazing people to um, to my list of, uh, of people, including yourself. Um, and, uh, and there's just, there's just so much that I got from it. And at the end of the day though, within the past, like, I think like two months leading up to it, I was like, you know what? I'm not about this anymore. I'm not, I'm not about this field anymore. I'm not about this job anymore. I just don't really, I just don't really like the direction of the company where it's going. Not to say that it's right or wrong. That's a different conversation entirely, but I was like, I just, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not heading that direction. And I can see that for myself and be able to say, you know what? 
I'm not really about this. I'm going to start looking around. That's what I did. Lightly, too. It wasn't heavy. It was like that. It was like that. Almost like call myself out. Like, what's up, man? You going to go? You going to look for a job? What's up? You going to look for something else? Because you don't, oh, you're not, you're not talking about it. You're not about it anymore, right? Go look for something else. And I think it was a challenge up to myself. And I really didn't kind of like take it too seriously. It was like this getting that mode where you just start complaining about something and not doing something about it. I think that's where I was at. So like I was complaining. I was like, yeah, I don't want to really be here anymore. I don't care anymore. And this, this and that, but I wasn't doing anything. It's not like I was looking for another job. I wasn't doing anything. And so, um, a couple of months of that went by, but then last week I finally get, uh, it wasn't a layoff. It was a fire. It was a poor performance saying you're not performing to the standard anymore. And I was like, Oh, okay. I mean, I guess. And I started getting real kind of like, like antsy about that. So I getting real like resentful about that and like poor performance. Get out of here with that. I was fine. I was one of your best workers, you know, like you yeah. can't tell me I was a poor performer. I was like, I've been with this company for over a year, almost two years. You can't tell me I'm a poor performer. And so by the end of that, I kind of sat with that for a couple of days being like, no, I know why you got rid of me. You got rid of me because the direction you're going and blah, blah, blah. I got all resentful. But then I started thinking about it. And I started thinking about the fact that like, I've been talking about not wanting to be, in this industry, a part of this company for a second now, you know? And in that second that I've been talking about it, that's apparently where my quote unquote poor performance was in. And I gotta be honest about it. When I start speaking ill of myself and start speaking ill of something that I'm a part of, you better believe I'm not being passionate about it anymore. If I'm not mm-hmm. passionate about it anymore, you better believe that my quality is gonna start falling. So if I'm gonna be 100% honest about it, I'll probably have to say, yeah, you didn't have the best Anthony in those fat last two months. Those last two months, that was that the Anthony that was saying, you know what, I'm really not about this. I really don't care about this anymore. You probably got the worst Anthony. Yeah. And that worst Anthony may have been poor performance, as they called it. Now, I may have theories about as to like whether we're going, what they're doing with the company, and blah, blah, blah. And then some of that may be true. But if I'm going to go and try to figure out the things that I can change and be honest with yeah. and the things that I can't confirm, it's going to be about me. And that thing about me is that, yeah, you're right. You did not get the best Anthony. You didn't got to get a passionate Anthony. It was about the company and all about pushing forward. You didn't. You got a version of me that was very much that gave up. And so for me to get fired, not laid off, this is the first time in my life that I've ever been fired from a company. But then again, I've only been in like four companies. My life. I'm a long-term kind of guy. Just yeah. I'm committed. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this being the first time it has happened for me, it's uh, – it's uh, it's an interesting feeling. I gotta say though, like out of all the times that I left the job and went to another or or, li- or uh, just quit or whatever the case may be, this is probably the most peace that I've ever had. Yeah, leaving a job. Amen. And I, and I think that has a lot to do with what you're talking about. Yeah. It's the mentality. It's almost like I, I, I train my I've been training myself, and I think you probably the same thing for yourself. I've been training myself for a situation like this. Yeah, callousing the mind for this day, like David Goggins says. Yeah, it's like it's that moment where you're just like, all right, things are gonna get bad. Are you gonna be re- are you ready for that? Yeah. And the answer, of course, when you're, everything's all great, it's like, yeah, all ready for that, all day, no problem. But then when it finally happens, I have this thing about me that like, when something like that finally happens, it's exciting. Because stuff yeah. like this doesn't happen often, so when it does happen, it's just like, I don't get the, oh man, life sucks. I get the like, all right, what's this, next? yeah, what's next, exactly. I what's love the that. next step in this whole thing? So, and I love how you said, yeah, we, we worked for the same company and, and um Rehab is 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 a game. Uh, it's 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 a business that is is different. Yes, it is. I, it's just I, I I I am in recovery. I do have time sober, so I understand. But is rehab is like pushing boulders up mountains. Yeah. That don't want to go, and uh, in Alcoholics Anonymous in their book they talk about it. Like when someone ain't willing, 
let them do their thing because they you, you're actually just wasting your time mm-hmm. and that's brutally honest right there yeah i'm sorry to say it like if the willingness is not there there ain't gonna be no change right that's just how it is like yeah. my mom my my family everybody wanted me to get clean but not till i was willing mm-hmm. did the change happen right and it's like rehab is like amazing when the willingness is there and you get to yeah. see some amazing things happen yeah but when you when the willingness is not there it's just pushing boulders all day and like putting energy in a thing that's just like sad and sad i'm sorry to say it like a fucking leech and it just yeah. sucks that energy and then it just like leaves you drain and then eventually the passion might die for it yeah and then you might realize and be like maybe i'm not meant for this right and it's that whole thing that like I think about like anything you're gonna chase that drive has to be there fuck motivation motivation fades yeah it has to be drive yeah because there's gonna be days like that mm-hmm. when it drains the hell out of you and then eventually you're just like I don't know and like I feel like it's 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 pushing boulders up yeah up mountains and 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 that is draining because it's the willingness that only gets us clean right. it's the willingness that, that only lets god in it's the willingness that only gets you to the next level yeah it's 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 the work yeah. faith without works is dead yeah faith without works is dead man and uh yeah if, if i could be brutally honest like the same thing for me man it was it was uh my heart wasn't in it yeah so thankfully it was a layoff right yeah it was right. in that time where i was like oh, all right cool i could uh I, there's help out, like till I get to the next to the, till yeah. I get to the next step but even then it was just like yo I gotta I just gotta keep like there's a reason for this yeah and um I think that like I think uh, the resentment came uh, I oh, think for, yeah. for me too uh, there was a resentment for sure the, that that moment comes for everybody's like mm-hmm. F this company and yeah, F yeah. F the the government and, and F the economy for falling and yeah, all yeah, it's yeah. like yeah really was it all that or was it that you lost the drive, and, and and I'm not gonna lie. I dropped, I, I lost a little bit of the drive for yeah. it, and 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 I did, man. Like I still help, but I like to not. I, I like I help. I help. Period. Yeah. But it's just I can't be a part of something that I just don't believe in. Right, and that's kind of like the main thing. It's not even to say that any of that uh, uh, that industry or anything like that isn't doing something well. In general, we have our opinions about that anyway. You and I share uh, a yeah. couple of opinions, and the opinion is like, uh, for that industry, is the industry is a wonky industry. The rehab industry is just like, there's no guarantee of anything. It's all theory. All of it is just a theory. And working in it long, as long as we have, um, you can kind of get to that place and understand that pretty well when it comes to the addiction and everything is not to say it hasn't helped people. Of course it's helped people. Oh, yeah. It's helped a bunch of people. And so, um, but to be able to look at it and like want to be passionate about it and to want to like push it to the next level, the industry, to the next level, that's not my passion. And, uh, it was my passion at one point because that's what I was about when I, when I'm working for something or in something, I'm about that something, whatever that might be. And that's what I was definitely about. But like you said, after a while, the energy gets drained from you and you're just like, you know what I'm just not about this anymore so I need to move on whatever that might be mentally I'd moved on physically I was still in the same place and that's not a good thing for myself I know yeah. that like you'll get the worst version of me if I'm not mentally there and so when uh, push comes to shove and it was a shove I got out pushed out it's um, now I get to think about and I think I get to think about a certain type of freedom and I think that's the reason as to why um, I wasn't really stressing and freaking out about it was because um my body is now going to start walking towards where my mind was. 
my mind was somewhere else. Now my body can go to that somewhere else. And where that somewhere else is for me is going to end up being something being connected to my passions. It's going to be something connected to video, photography, exposed network, something. Yeah. And it's going to be working towards that direction instead of my mind being there and my body being too busy at work because it can't be a part of it. Tell me about that because I know that that's something that had happened to you. Your mind was in your music. Your mind was in other Dude. places, but your body was stuck over out there at the workplace. Yeah, I, I, I got comfortable, man. Right. You, you, I think I think that's the, I think that's what... Uh, just on on the topic of all companies, yeah. I think that's what they want you to do. They want to make you feel comfortable, so you stick around. They give you the four hundred one k. They give yeah. you the insurance. They give you the the hours, the time, the check, the steady paycheck, mm -hmm. and then really for a guys like like us, like trying to like I, I like you're a photographer. I'm yeah. a I'm a musician. Right. It's almost like a bad thing. Right. Because then it's like you're trapping me. You're trapping me. Yeah. You're getting me. To want to settle for this and make A, B, B. And I'm not saying this company alone. I'm saying all companies. Yeah. All companies do this. They want to make you feel comfortable. Part of their family. Part that of their whatever. family. Yeah. But you got to know. is like, is this what you really want to do? Because right. then you're going to be that fucking dude with the midlife crisis yep. at a job. Then you retire. And then you're like, man, I could have done so much. And I'm not saying that you couldn't. Because there's guys that work a company right now uh -huh. that out... After their eight hours, uh, 12 hours, whatever you want to say, your eight hours, you start working the other hours for yourself. Right. And then eventually you're trying to get to that stage where you, you are able to quit and yeah. then just run your own program. Yeah. And that's what a lot of the bosses that I worked for did before they got their companies. Right. And I feel like I had that mentality and somewhere along the lines. Yeah. Migs just started thinking like, you know what? It's cool getting a check every week yeah, right. and not having to like go like play a gig and hope that like I sell merch and I, yeah. and I do like get that fun yeah you know and and that was a scary place for an artist like yourself that is a version of being lazy for an artist like yourself for big you time. having the job that big is time. you being lazy big time yeah big time exposed yeah right there that is it's you like get, as you get into the place and saying the hard work for me is doing the thing that i'm passionate about to do the music and to do that really really to, to the best of my ability to very efficient kinds of ways that to really put my mind into that put my effort into everything the settling for the the nine to five that's the, that's the easy thing for an artist yeah. for other people in the world that are not specifically directed towards artistry or anything like that maybe that is the that is the hard work yeah. that is the thing they're going to be doing construction workers gotta give it to them i can't do construction work that's yeah. not my thing for people that are doing artwork though people that are doing music people are doing stuff like that that requires a lot of your time and doing the nine to five is definitely the easier route yeah and i think for you you, you talk i like how you say you talk about um i made my plan b my plan a your plan a was always music and your plan b was, was being job. able to land on the job and the job was be able to take care of me everything's gonna be fine with that and then after a while you got a little comfortable and you got a little you know a little lackadaisical and you said you know what let's make the music plan b and make this job plan a and that right there that's an actual like a, that's a that's a, like almost in a way a subconscious um uh, decision to make but you feel that in your soul. Like you feel yeah, that in you or like you something's wrong. Like something's like something's not working out. Dude, there's there is a chef that should actually be like a plumber. Out yeah, right. there. there is. It's <laughs> the right. same thing. Or it's a plumber the same that thing. should be a chef. Chef, right? yeah. And, and I think it's out there. I think you gotta like go for the thing that makes you feel alive because that's the only thing that keeps you going yeah. when the tough times come. Yeah. And for me, it's always been music. Yeah. And I don't know. You know what? I do know. 
it was that steady check. Yeah. It was that like, hey, dude, this is cool, man. I'm like secure here. Yeah. I don't have to worry about. And I don't know. And to me, that and that's this is just my story. Is is laziness. It's 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 settling. It's not getting to the next level. And eventually, you get comfortable. And when you're comfortable, you don't grow. Yeah. And I think I said that in like one of my messages because one of my brotherhood is like, what do you mean comfortable, bro? You like your routine is like. I would never do it, but it's yeah. like, no, nah, I'm uncomfortable in another area, yeah. bro. It's it was it was it was the 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 drive that got a little softened up, and um, it just can't, and I and and that's what I'm doing now. I'm aligning everything together, and like for me, it is you got to work a nine to five, eat shit, to eventually chase the dream. But while you're eating that shit, you're, you're chasing the dream too. Right, right. And, and if you're not willing to do that, then guess what, man? You're not really not going to make it because a lot of these artists, really, that's what they did. Yeah. Everyone thinks that it was like, no, nah, man, they just like focused on one thing and they just want, I like, bills need to get paid on me and, and musicians don't make money like people think. Yeah. And, and anybody in art, yeah. painters, photographers, to everybody, like they, you have to eat shit. Yeah. And that's the honest truth. You're going to have to go out there and, and get a, a get well job Yeah. till, the, the the dream starts cracking mm-hmm. and starts paying. So yeah. I'm just back in that mentality of being a creator. And it's crazy because you think like, like you said, you talk about this piece. You think like in this moment, my life would be chaos. It's not. It's this moment of peacefulness. It's like just knowing like, all right, we wake up, we go search, we work on the craft, and we keep moving forward. Yeah. And we keep it. And we keep it. And we keep it. Let, and, and I love that. Let's... uh. Let's take a break because I want a second half to be about that. I want to talk about how the preparation for that moment in which you become unemployed, the preparation to get you that mindset where you're okay with like that. And then I want to talk about future. Like, how are you preparing now for the future? Is it that like you talk all the smack on like, uh, oh, yeah, 95 is for, you know, not for me, you know, this is for somebody Smoke. else. Yeah, right. Or is it like, no, I know what I have to do. And I know that I have to work that nine to five. And I know how to be, have to be able to do that. And what is that in pertaining to our last job? How is that any different from something else? Let's talk about that in a second half. You down? Let's do it. All right, let's take a little break. All right, break, break, break. Let's throw out a couple names out there, Migs. What do you think? Yeah. We got uh, Illuminati Tattoo. Yep. Um, Have you gotten tattoos there before? Yeah, I got a tattoo there by Rafa, Man Juan, Avile. Man, all of the artists there are great. Elvis, everybody from... Adam to man, all of them. Tony, yeah. uh, Beast. Yeah. So, all great artists, great work for a great price, and uh, yeah, man, and and they're a part, all a part of Exposed. That's dope. Um, you can find them over on our um, our Instagram, Exposed underscore Network. Um, you can find Illuminati over at uh, Illuminati underscore Tattoo underscore Lounge, and. Um, their address is 165 North Raymond Avenue in Fullerton, California. So if you need a tattoo, apparently a very good one, go and hit them up. The other person, uh, people that we want to talk about are uh, Tacos El Gringo. Tacos El Gringo. They are a uh, catering service, and I assume they great serve tacos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and great, great, great food. I mean, even, what do they call it? Food porn? Food porn? Yeah, yeah where <laughs> the pictures are just like, you watch, go to his page, go to Exposed Network and find his page on there. Yeah. And, and uh, man, those pictures are, they will make you hungry. 
the uh, Instagram for uh, Tacos El Gringo is uh, tacos underscore L underscore gringo, G-R-I-N-G-O. And uh, go give those two guys a follow. If you need a tattoo, follow Illuminati. If you need catering services for this for the future, uh, keep that uh, keep that tag in line. And um, you could find it. Remember on exposed underscore network X P O S E underscore network. That's right. You find all these services of all the people that we support. So remember, support those who support you. And, uh, and yeah, let's get back into the episode. <laughs> Welcome back to the Exposed Network. Took a little break, and now we're back. Talk about some unemployment, where uh, we're taking the long break. (laughs) The life break there. Um, Last uh, half, we were talking about uh, how we feel about, you know, that feeling of uh, feeling unemployed, you know? And uh, the minutia of of maybe of uh, some of the little details of uh, where we were working, how we felt about it, and everything of the sort. But still, keeping... The the, the, the ownership and the mentality yeah. in our court. Yeah, we talked keep, about ownership, my fault, their fault. Can yeah. I? Will I? Yeah, yeah. And it's important to remember that, like, I can, can only control what I have control over, which is just myself, really. So whether the business or the company, whatever companies d- decide to do what they do, I still have to own the things that I have to do. Because by the end of the day, I'm not going back to that company. I'm still moving forward from mm-hmm. whatever that might be. So I want to talk about, on the second half, uh, the the mental state because I was there, okay. And you know what's funny is I was there when you got the news that you were going to be uh, uh, losing your job, right? right? You were there when I got the news when I was losing my job yeah. as well. So I want to talk about because, like I said, I remember what it was like when I was there and I saw your face and I saw the reaction, okay. And you were there with mine as well, and it seemed about it seemed about yeah. just about the same, right? It was a weird kind of like excitement, yeah. <laughs> Like almost like we were like crazies. Yeah, because <laughs> everybody else around you were like, like concerned, you know? They're yeah. Like, oh my God, are you okay? Kind of thing. And the reaction that you had was like, I'm great. This is great news. Like everything going forward is just gonna be awesome. And people were have to sit there and wonder, like, that's weird. Is if he I, Yeah. If I lost my job, I'd be going crazy. Yeah. And this guy over here lost his job, and he looks kind of happy. Is he nuts? <laughs> so, so the question to you, Migs, is: Are you nuts? <laughs> I am completely the most sanest person I know. But, uh, um, yeah, man, you know what it is? It was calcing of the mind, man. Like David Goggins says, and I, mm. I was, I, I was preparing for a moment where things would fall. Yeah. Didn't know what that moment would be. Didn't right. know if it was going to be a death, a loss of a job, but they were all on the list. Right. And um, it goes back to like, um, I think about um, something Warren Buffett showed me, save then waste. Save then waste. Save then waste. And what I mean by that, he says, set a number, save it no matter what, and survive off the rest. Yeah. So that's what I did the whole time I was working mm-hmm. at any job Right. In the, in the journey of these last two and three months maybe. Yeah, right. Um, and that's what I did. So there was a moment where there was like a little wiggle space where I was like, "All right, I'm I'm good." Yeah, because it was that that, that discipline that I built to live off the complete minimum, mm. becoming a minimizer. Gotcha. Being a minimizer helped, and I recommend it, man. Like, I think everybody goes into things thinking they're gonna be on top of the world the whole time, right? And I don't go into things like that no more. Hmm. I, I've been the guy that lived check to check and I hated it. Yeah. 
and I've been the guy that I just been the guy that's always never planned. Yeah. And and I didn't want to live that way no more. And you know, a little bit of Warren Buffett, a little bit of Dave Ramsey, a little bit of this, a little bit of the minimizing, a little bit of the stop spending on dumb things that I do not need. Or I only wanted. Yeah. Helped in right. that moment, and definitely my faith. Right. Because even if I didn't have that that pattern of saving then wasting or or self-discipline you have to go to faith right so you mix the the superpower of faith with the actual fact that you did save yeah for a hard time i call it the pillow yeah that's what made me be able to be like yeah and then that whole optimistic like thing where one door closes for another one to open and this is I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be yeah and it's it. I, I go back to my faith and my faith would, would have been enough even if the money wasn't like there wasn't a pillow to fall right. on it would have to be faith and I think that's what faith was and I think that's like when that that's why when I got that that phone call or that yeah that, it was a phone call I was like okay hell yeah like whatevs let's do it yeah because I'm I'm I've been callousing the mind for this moment. Yeah. And I think I still I still stay there. I still stay like, where's the next fucking fall? Yeah. Because I know it's coming. Yeah. You're either going to a storm, in a storm, or coming out of a storm. Right. I am not ignorant to the fact that storms are coming. Yeah, you can't avoid it. You can't avoid them. Mm-hmm. But I do know storms are necessary. Yeah. Because I've been planting seeds like a mofo. Mm-hmm. And when those rains come, those storms come. They water them. Yeah, right. They're necessary. And that's the sick mentality that I have today. Yeah, that's why you're nuts. <laughs> and that's why I am nuts. But, uh, you know, similar to you, when I, I when I saw your reaction, yeah. it's similar. Well, where did that come from? Okay, so mine might sound a little crazier because I don't have a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> so you're completely yeah, nuts. I'm super nuts. My pillow is like a rock because I'm like in debt and whatnot. <laughs> So, like, for me, like, it was 100% just, like, the faith and understanding that, like, uh, I was always still going to be all right. Like, I've never been fired before, not expected like this. I've quit jobs, like, being able to know what my next step was going to be or transfer from one job to another, having the whole plan in line. So, that was never hard. That's never difficult. But this is the first time that I've been, like, out of nowhere, you don't have a job, bro. And for me to kind of, like, try to figure out, like, what that means for myself like 20, 20 to 30% of it in my head was like, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to figure this out? The other like eight, 70, 80% was like, I'm fine. <laughs> it's going to be all right. Oh <laughs> so man, this is good it. stuff. This it's, is good yeah. stuff. It was, it was because for me, it was not just like, okay, now I don't have any money. It was like, well, I guess I could just cut up, cut back on this, cut back on that. I don't need this. I don't need that. And just the, the ability to be able to say, I don't need, I don't need this. I don't need that. The the apartment, get rid of the apartment. I guess I'm not living in my apartment anymore. I'm going to live with some family. That's fine with me. Yeah. And why is it fi- fine with me? Because I've practiced in the way, same way you have practiced minimalism. I practice uh, minimalism and contentness. Being able to say like, you know what's okay? I'm okay with just me and my friends and my family and my girl. I'm okay with just these things. That's it. I'm good with that. Anything extra on top of that is just I don't know. It's a lot of, a lot of weight. And for, and for and for the guest that on the uh, for the listener that's on the other side that thinks like I know, but that's like a cop out to just like just settle. Yeah. Right. How how do you explain it to him? Whenever I get into that like conversation about like settling or being able to be content, because a lot of people think that they may they they, they may like uh, uh, crash against each other as two separate concepts. To me, they're just about 
the same concept. You can call it settling as much as you'd like. Your idea of settling is that um, I'm not living up to my full potential of who I am, but I have to walk around and ask people, who do you think that I should be? If you think that I'm settling and that I'm not doing enough in my life, what do you see out of myself? What do you see that I should be doing? And what standards are you setting for me based off of what? Who told you to tell me that I'm not good enough and I'm not doing enough oh, in my life? Oh, now we're hating some <laughs> right? good ones. So my idea of contentness is to be able to understand I believe in God 100%. God told me that I'm good. I'm good where I'm at. If Jesus Christ himself walk around like a bum and just be considered following his, uh, his, you know, his path and doing what he needed to do in his life, me not being able to have my own apartment or not being able to pay the bills at the moment, <clears throat> honestly, is... The very least that I can do when it comes to understanding contentment. The very least. Biblical. Biblical, <laughs> biblical, biblical. Exposed. The richest man that walked the earth did not have home. He did not have a pillow to lay on. Right. Jesus Christ. Right. I think about Job, too. Mm -hmm. Naked I came, naked I will leave. Right. Naked I will leave. Came with nothing, I'm going to leave with nothing. Exactly. At the end of the day, what is success? And what what are your standards? What 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 are, what are your expectations of me? Because right. at the end of the day, God, is, I'm on everything mm -hmm. that God wants me to be. Exactly, and I think that's. That, and I, but you have you have to think to yourself is just like we we live we live in we live in a life in which uh, the world has this very specific understanding of what it means to take care of yourself, right? But what are we all trying to chase? What do we all ultimately ultimately want? We want peace, right? We want peace and happiness. That's what we want ultimately in our lives. So when there's an opportunity when somebody doesn't have a job versus somebody who does have a job, who's going to be more peaceful in that situation? It could be both of them. It could be none of them. It really depends on their mindset. The guy who has a job is sitting there like in chaos every single day because he's stressing out about everything that comes with his job. Maybe he's more peaceful. Maybe he'll live a better life if he didn't have that job. The guy at peace and and happy is the guy winning. Right, exactly. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. And that's got nothing to do with the things you got. Exactly. Because a Mercedes Benz and a Honda mm -hmm. drive the same way. Exactly. Right? They get you to point A, point B. And so does a bike, right? So, so does a bike. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but see, you're always still talking about the same subject. And that subject is going to end up being, um, yeah, but where is my happy? Where's my peace? Where's my happiness right yeah. now? Because that's more important than your idea of a standard that you put on me about what you think I should do. You think that I'm settling. Settling what? Settling for what? What are you, what are you saying? Are yep. you settling for the minimum? Minimum of what? Yeah. Minimum of money? Minimum of that because it's not happiness because I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, it's it's you're talking about something completely different. So instead of talking about that, let's talk about instead of coming up with somebody and asking them, oh man, you're settling for this, this, and that. The question should be, are you feeling content? Are you feeling good? Are you feeling like everything's all right still? Because that's the only thing that truly matters. Now yeah. we're not going to sit here and say you can you can do nothing forever. For example, I'm living with a family member, right? Nah. It's not going to be responsible for me to assume that the family member is a okay with me staying there at their house forever. Yeah. So me responsibly to take away from them, so I'm not putting on you know my load on them, is to be able to all right, I got to move forward and yeah. to be able to take away from them and be less of a burden on everybody else. You answered the question right there. It's like you're not only staying at the bottom, you are building. You're putting the seeds ready mm -hmm. for them to grow to get to the next level. And now you know that moments are going to come. And maybe the pillow is now an option. Right. Right. And this is the and this is the moment. And I, I, I talked about it at the very beginning where like this is like a, a restart for me, like a restart where it's like, you get, you know, you have like your uh, your room, like you do your spring cleaning, you know, and you just get like frustrated. But like everything is just out of place. And like, I wish I had a restart. Really just do everything over. And then <laughs> to me in this scenario, this is like somebody coming in repoing all my stuff out of my room. 
Now I got two options. I get to look at that and say, oh no, all my stuff that I was stressed out about is gone. Or I can say, sweet, all the stuff that I was stressed out about oh. is gone. And so now I can have like a fresh start and say, all right, where do I want to start? I know how to do everything from the ground up again. How do I want to start this? How do I want to do this? And that's how I'm looking into the future. And you just hit on something good. People have made up problems. Right. Because they're, they're making them because they have these things they can't afford. Exactly. And the moment you get to clear that up and be like, you know, I'm minimizing. Now I'm focusing on my needs, not my wants. Damn, I'm not that bad. Yeah. Then you're in this moment of peace, happiness, content. You're still winning. Yeah. Even at the bottom, you're winning. Yeah. And what is the bottom? Because that might be the bottom for some other dude. But to you, you're still at the you're still exactly where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, man. Because it is true. At the end of the day, as long as you're taken care of and and, and, and you're you're learning from the mistakes mm-hmm. or whatever lesson is coming, mm-hmm. you're winning. Right. And as long as you stay content, happy, it's not settling. It's not like, yeah, but and I think that's why like this this topic is so great and like this is like i'm liking it because like there's a guy on there's a person on the other side of this that probably lost their job right and we're not talking insanity Mm-mm. we're not talking like we're trying to co-sign yo you lost your job you're good homie because yeah. god's like yeah. gonna take care of you know yeah, like the establishment fight against the establishment yeah, and the nah. government now no we're you're learning something you're building something now but not are you or are you going to make the same mistake and stay there and be the guy that's later on on the side of the freaking freeway asking me for a dollar yeah and then saying that it's established me yeah it's like you're against the system you're yeah. not you're part of the system right you're exactly what happens when the system completely breaks you right and you're on the side and you feel like you're worthless. Right. You're not. These people, everybody who gets stressed out about these situations is because they have too much. And that we and we talk about this pretty often, and you talk about this pretty often on your page and everything, is um, the reason why people are so stressed out is because they're holding on to too much. It's like trying to juggle out a million things, you know, carrying a bunch of stuff on your back. And I gotta say, like throughout the years, I've been slowly minimizing everything out of my life. What do I really need? What are the things that I actually care about? What are the things that I want? You know, if um, I had a bunch of stuff, right? If I have a bunch of stuff, as much as I used to, I have a, used to have a bunch of stuff, a bunch of collectibles. I'm a nerd, so it's like a bunch of movies, a bunch of video games, comic books, statues, all kinds of just random stuff, right? If I had a place and that place was filled with all this stuff, and I lost my job. I'm thinking about a couple things by that point. Say if I had a nice, if I had a car and I'm still making payments on that thing, right? Every single month, say I'm making $500 a, a month on this nice car that I have, and I'm making the payments on my on my on my um, uh, uh, insurance for that car, and make payments on my rent on my on my place to hold all my stuff, and all my stuff needs to be held because I care about it so much. And think about all of these things. If I think about all, my my gym membership, and I have to pay on a monthly basis. If I think about all these things that I've accumulated, if I lose my job. All that stuff is now in jeopardy. And now all those things turn from uh, something that I find to be uh, comfort, comfort into stress. Yeah. All those things represent stress now. Now I can't pay for the uh, for the gym because now I won't be able to work out. Now I can't pay for the car that I have over here that I'm paying for because now I can't get from A to B. Now I can't have the apartment to be able to hold all my stuff because my stuff is really important to me. Now I can't have any insurance for my car and all these other things. You start thinking about all this stuff when in all reality, why do I have the gym membership? I can go run. I can go do home workouts. I can buy myself some um, some weights and be able to do that myself. Boom! I just got rid of that. Yeah. I can get that clunky car or that uh, or that bike that I really wanted. That motorcycle bike that I wanted. It was way cheaper than this five hundred dollar a month uh, payment, payment that I put on my, on this on this car, which also would bring down my insurance. I can completely minimize that. 
uh, just for everybody else, I've <laughs> I bought a car at uh, 2012 and made $500 payments for four years or five. I think it was five years, and then that car is paid off now. I don't have a car payment. And it's because I'm okay with that crappy little light blue Honda that I have. And it's just like, it's getting me from A to B. Yeah. But if I had that nice car and that payment, yeah, that would be in jeopardy. And then all the stuff that I have in my apartment, because I lose my um, the ability to pay for the rent for my apartment, all that stuff, where is that going to go? I got to find some, uh, um, some storage to put it in because all this stuff is so important to me and all this other stuff. See, I have been, from a very early age in my life, willing to... Get rid of the things that um, that really don't are really not that important to me, and try to think about the things that are important for me. So now I don't have a lot of a lot of stuff to store in an apartment. Therefore, the move from where I was to where I'm at right now it's actually pretty easy. It's only like five boxes, really, and it's like that's a pretty easy move for myself. My car it's been paid off for over two years now. I'm good on that. My insurance is pretty low because I never got into an accident because. I don't. I don't. I drive pretty fine. I don't. Yeah. I'm not a reckless driver. I don't got a, a a gym pass because I'd rather work out at home or go run or something like yeah. that. And so, like, you think about all these things that like people like get for comfort because they think that they need it when they don't. And they think that they need this kind of stuff. That stuff is just a ticking time bomb, ready to become stress. That's just stress waiting to happen. Dude. You look at this stuff and you say, "You're gonna stress me out one day." You're looking at these things and you're looking at these oh, people yeah. and you're looking at these bills that you have and say, "Why do I have this?" It's yeah. gonna stress me out one and day, then and then the, and their arguments are completely stupid. Yeah, like I know, but you don't get it. You need that. Mm-hmm. No, think about that, bro. You can switch up to that bike. Yeah, you can switch up to the bicycle because you couldn't even afford it. Right, you're, 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 you you never could afford it. Jay Z, I saw a meme with Jay Z on it. It says, if you can't buy it twice, you can't afford it. Mm. And that was on point. Okay. And when I when I think about this too, I think about detachment. The word detachment, because that's what I learned from minimizing. Mm-hmm. Detachment is not that I don't own anything. Yeah, it's that nothing owns me. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like most most people that have these like cars and and the and the memberships and all that. You think you own this stuff? No, this stuff owns you. Right. Because the moment that these moments come, when yeah. you lose your job mm-hmm. or some some health thing happens like you break your leg and you can't go to work so now your income is like way smaller than it ever has been now this thing owns you and it owns your mind that's what it really owns because it truly doesn't own you because technically the moment you can give it back yeah not have it but are you willing to make that sacrifice but no you don't want to so now it's going to own your mind Yeah. and then your mind's not going to feel that peace yeah. you're not gonna feel happy and that's when people make I say make up stresses right I think that like um, so to, to basically answer your question it's like why why was my reaction you know like a-okay with the, the situation happening is because to me in my head it was like more of an opportunity to minimize so I'm always looking for like how can I get rid of less stuff in my life or less of these quote unquote obligations that the world puts up on me like these bills that I really don't think that I should have how can I get rid of that and add more benefit into my life? More opportunity to be able to see people, hang out with somebody, you know, do something that's not me staying at home, staring at my stuff, not me sitting there at home as I pay a car payment, sit there at home not working out but paying for a gym membership. How can I get more opportunities like that? And this right here was that. It was me being able to lose my job and say, all right, can't have the apartment anymore. So good, I need a smaller one. All right. You, you can't have this, you know, this membership for this anymore. That's fine. I, I don't think I needed it. 
and to be able to be okay with the direction of and understanding that my life's not over just because all this stuff happens. In fact, it just began a yeah. new life, a new chapter. And I just turned 30. I just turned 30 about a month ago. And so for me, like this is like, to me, and like I said before, I haven't even got a hundred percent. Everything is lining up in such a specific type of way. I just turned 30, just lost my job, just lost my apartment. Um, my relationship with my girl has been strongest it's ever been than I've ever had it before. And um, I have the least amount of stuff I've ever had in my life. I am on a reset right now in my life. Something is happening and or right about to happen to where it's going to like basically just catapult me into the next chapter of who I'm supposed to be. And so it's exciting. I think that's why it's weird that it was weird when yeah. I got that news. It was like, I look nuts. It's because I think it is that moment where it's just like, this does feel kind of crazy and it's exciting. So for me uh, uh, and from yourself, getting that like preparation to that point, that tragedy, quote unquote, that's going to happen in your life. We prepared ourselves for this, right? It's happened. We're in it. We're in the middle of it. You yeah. know, we're in the middle of what it, the repercussions of all that, what it means. We prepared for it. It was that uh, Migs, when you got fired, you you were going to go back out into the streets and like your life is going to fall apart right there all over again. <laughs> your sobriety down the uh, down the toilet, everything about you restart. For me, I'm going to go nuts, finally crack it yeah. <laughs> and like go like postal on people. Like that's that's like the assumption, right? But we did our diligent work and we were able to say, nope. I believe in God. I believed in myself. I believed in being able to like push through situations like this. Here I am. I lived. I survived. Now that we did that, that was cool. That was an awesome part of the movie. Now what? Migs, for you, you're always wanting to pursue music. And now you have more time to be able to do so. So now that you are currently unemployed by the standard of this, you are unemployed. (laughs) You're unemployed. What? are you doing now what is it looking like now what is it looking like now oh man you're talking about those eight hours you were putting in a shift man and 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 putting it to a guy that already had like those eight hours plus the other hours that i was putting in like now it's just it's it's just it's 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 moving things even faster like like it got me thinking about exposed network yeah and taking it to the next level. Mm-hmm. I got the time to take it to the next level right, right now. Will I have that in a week? Yeah. In a day? I, I don't know, but yeah. I'm not thinking that far ahead. Mm-hmm. And um, for the music, man, what's crazy is the moment that I let all that like work stuff out of my mind and all that stuff, like just all of it, the creative fuck juices started coming and I started writing more songs. Like we just have a new song on the, on our set called Wise Words from a Struggling Mother. Mm. And it's, it's it. we played it already at three different shows mm-hmm. and it is like a new hit it's a hit yeah yeah like not that not to toot my own horn but <laughs> man do you write good stuff <laughs> when you're you're in the stage of rebuilding yeah because i don't know man it's just that's what it is and and, it, and i think about faith man i think it's just it's my faith is it's, it's showing it's 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 it's, it's color yeah. right now mm-hmm. in this time is when I, I always wanted I always wanted this opportunity yeah to be able to show my faith and and this is this is the moment it's yeah. it's 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 showing it's showing by keeping a smile living in the moment and, and going out there and, and knowing that God's gonna open the next door for me and it's crazy because I know that around this time also you had a, a loss in the family also yep so for like everything that kind of like crashed down such a specific type of moment and for you to still like stand 
stand tall on everything that you've been like talking. You talk to your friends, you talk to family about like what you think, what you believe yeah. now, how you like truly, honestly, to your core, believe about certain things. You finally get to put it to the test, and I'm sure that the, your whole entire world was watching. Your whole world was watching. See, okay, let's see if Migs is about yeah. what he says. What's gonna happen? He yeah. just lost a, a family member. Mm -hmm. uh, he lost his job. Yeah. yeah, and 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 I think no one really believes it when I, when you say everything's good. Yeah, it's it's almost a thing that in in, in today's world is, how can it be good? All right, but it is. Mm -hmm. You stay grateful and, and faith. That's all I can say. It's like these moments that I've learned through times that in this moment is the moment I'm growing. Yeah. And I and and I and then and this is this is growth, man. This is this is it's shown uh, this this situation has shown how much I've grown because before, like I said, I lived paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. A death would actually put me into wanting a drink and use drugs, mm -hmm. and. And just completely destroy everything. Right. But I'm not there. And, and, and to be able to see that growth is amazing. That's cool. And um, That's really cool. And I guess I, I figured out. I, I didn't figure out. But I guess I truly know now how faith feels Yeah. when you take that leap and you just let him guide you. Right. And I think that's just what I'm doing right now is just searching for him. Right. And wherever he... Wherever I end up is exactly where he wants me to yeah. be. And and that's I mean I heard some I heard some great stuff too. Like um I was on, on my run and I heard this guy say, um people think goals are things. They're not things. A goal getting a car and getting a house is not a goal. Goals are things that make you grow. Yeah. And I and I think that like when I minimized that's exactly what I did when I wasn't putting no goals in front of me that were things. It was like these feelings that I wanted to get. These feelings of like, I want to know how it feels to like, feel security. Yeah. Feel like it's going to be fine. Callousing the mind for that day. And that's exactly what I felt that day. And I still feel to this day. I'm like, if you tell me today, how is your day going? It's going great. Yeah. And that answer is not going to change because. Yeah. You can't. Your 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 day is is bad, and even if maybe my day was, not even day, a moment was bad, you're still gonna get that answer from me. Yeah. Because I stay grateful. Mm -hmm. Like I have family members that are not here no more, and I am. Um, and what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. I know that. And losing a job, it's not gonna kill you. Yeah. It's only gonna make you stronger. Right. And I hundred percent agree with that. I think that. <clears throat> Even like um, for people to go through something like losing a job and thinking that that's like the end of the world, that tells you where your priorities are. It tells you that you, in a lot of ways, you worshiped your job and your yeah. job was the thing that kept you stable. And we can't allow things like jobs to keep us stable, cars to keep us stable, you know, certain like uh, relationships to keep us stable. We got to keep ourselves stable with God. Like that's the way you're gonna do it. Is your own spirituality and your own yeah. sanity. Your own spirituality. You. you said it definitely yeah. for the. And so for you to, for people to understand that and not allow something like a job or something like that to let them go completely like crazy. I mean, I've seen so many people, it may feel like the end of the world for a lot of people, but I've seen so many people lose their jobs and like with, after a week be so relieved and feel so good. They get like another job and they say like, man, I'm so glad I got let go from the other job because I would never have been able to find this one. Or I'm so glad I got let go from my job. I spent more time with my family or whatever the case may be. And so to be able to realize it's not the end, 
that's dramatic for anybody to really kind of think that, but to be able to always think it's the beginning. And if you want to take it a step further, it's not just the beginning of another job, but it's the, it's the beginning of the next chapter of your life. Yeah. And that's why I think we're at least, well, I know that for myself and I think that's for yourself as well. And, and you hit it, man. There's so many pros to it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many good things that come to like, like after going to go search for work in the morning, I get to come home to my son yeah. and be like, dad, in those times that I wouldn't get to see him because I would be at work. Yeah. So it's these moments that like, if I stay in that moment, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's like, I get to see you like, damn dad, like you're home. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, I actually am. You know, like it's not that bad. I guess let's make the best out of this. Yeah. And then you like, you get to like be there with them right? and family members. And there's, there's, it's just how you look at it. Exactly. It's just, just perspective of the mind, for sure. So what are you doing now? You're going forward, you're doing more music? Is that what you're doing now? Yeah. Music, the music is, is now again. Yeah. Again. Again. Plan A. Yeah. And uh, doesn't mean that I'm not looking. I, 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 I'm a firm believer that I have to eat shit before I eat caviar. Yeah, right. So 9 to 5 will always be a story that yeah. I have to go to mm-hmm. because I, I have bills and I have to be a part of this but like my needs man are real small yeah i mean like I, so you don't need a job that's really demanding you don't yeah need i really crazy. i, I yeah. really don't need to put overtime yeah yeah and stuff like that blessed because not even in blessed man it's just because that's the mentality i have like i don't go to the mall and buy a bunch of shoes and yeah and need more need more pants need more stuff at one point i was an extremist so when i did minimize i, I still have a lot yeah to even to the standards that i'm trying to live to yeah so, I can go down another minimizing. Mm. I could keep going down. Yeah. And even though people are like, what the hell is he talking about? That's why. Because I don't live to the standards on whoever else is on the other side of, that needs a Mercedes and needs a, a house. Like, I'm cool. Like, my dream is to be in a tiny house. Yeah, right. A lot of, a lot of things don't fit in a tiny house. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to get there. And, like, I don't think you just get there. You don't just move right now and go into a tiny house and that's it. Mm-mm. I think you got to get the mind has to be there. Yeah. The mind has to already be at tiny house. Yeah. The mind has to be at I don't need much to get there. And yeah. and and I'm always trying to get that. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. Less things to feel great. Detachment. Yeah. Nothing owns me. Yeah. Not that I don't own anything. It's that nothing owns me. Yeah. And that's what feels good about driving my little beat up Altima. Mm-hmm. I own it. It's beat up. Yeah. I get it. And, and and I'll drive that one. I mean, Warren Buffett drove an old Cadillac forever. Yeah. He's the richest man. Who's <laughs> one of the richest men in the world? Yeah. He still lives in the house that he bought. So, like, I don't know. I look at wealth differently. And, I, like, I, I, just knowledge and, and, uh, and growth and all that is, is, is the goal. And then music, music, like, like, so that's what we're saying. Like music is the next thing. And, and just going all, all in on it and remembering that that's what I really came here to do. Yeah. And you can't turn your back on what you are. I'm a musician. Right. I'm an artist. And to think that I'm going to work a nine to five and get this steady paycheck and just be fine with it is insanity. Yeah. A lot of people might look at a guy that chases his dream and be like, he's insane chasing that but to me insanity is working 40 to 60 hours a week for a company that would fire me for whatever reason they would want to make mm-hmm. 
to pay for a place that I hardly live at, only go sleep and store stuff at. Yeah. To buy things to impress people I don't really care about. Yeah. That's insanity. Yeah, it's a lot of holes in that. And I'm not saying you have to live to this standard if you're listening to this. Probably, like, you cool with all that stuff. Yeah, find your peace. Find your peace, man. But to me, that is not... I've, I've done that too many times. Buying a bunch of stuff to to just feel like a part of your community. When I never wanted to really be a part of your community because I realized that, like, yo, like, I feel unhappy as hell. Yeah. And minimizing made me feel happy. And faith and reading and, and family and just focusing on my needs. So that's right. I think that's what I'm just staying back, staying on that. I'm in the process. Yeah. I'm, I'm still in the process. Yeah. And it's, this is, this is the thing that happens, Migs. And we keep going and we grow from it and we grow from it. And you keep going and going and going. And then eventually you end up at that place. Will it be a tiny house? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think about the future. Right. All I'm thinking about today and today I am happy. Doing exactly what I need to do to get through today. And that's music, be there for my loved ones, not let anything control my mind, mm-hmm. not let anything have real estate in my mind, and looking for the next job. And I'm not gonna lie, if that's a warehouse job, I will take it. Yeah. If that's going back to the print companies that I've worked for, if that's uh, working at a flower shop with my uncle, which is crazy because I had a dream that I was working the flower shop. And for anyone that doesn't know, my family has owned flower shops for ever. Yeah. And um, your boy knows how to make arrangements. <laughs> and, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Thanks. It's, it's a trip. But if that's what it is, then that's what it'll be. Yeah. What about you, brother? What right about now, you? I think, uh, you know, what's funny is I was thinking about it as you were talking about it because you said I'm back in the music again. The last time that we recorded an episode was uh last year and i gotta say that was like around the time where you're really pursuing your uh your music so we're like fast forward a year and then people were questioning like why haven't you guys recorded i think it's pretty obvious you yeah. got caught up got we comfortable. got caught up comfortable yep and now that we're back exposed in like, right yeah. now exposed <laughs> hey your boys got comfortable and soft yes you got soft and we stopped you stopped chasing chasing the things that we knew that we were in love with, which is our dreams and our goals and stuff. Um, you asked me what I'm doing right now. Um, I know that my passion is photography and videography. I know that it is. But in a lot of ways, in the same way that my life feels like a reset, I feel like my passion is a reset as well. Because that's a pretty broad statement. For you, you know what kind of music you're playing. You know like what you want to do with it. For me, it's a little different. Like I can do all kinds of different things when it comes to photography and video work, you know? And uh, whether that be like pursuing weddings and like uh, family engagements and stuff like that, or is it pursuing music videos and all this other stuff? I don't know. To be honest, I really don't. I know there's like a couple things that I'd like to do, just as like like individual projects, but not, it's not even like career, like that I'm thinking career wise. It's just something that I'd like to do as a passion of mine. But when it comes to making a uh, a career out of the things that I love to do, video and photography work, I don't know where that's going. I'm gonna start though. I have to, because. Uh, doing the nine to five does not sound like fun to me. I will do it if I have to. I have a whole entire life filled with my whole entire backlog. It's nothing but that, you know? And so I have no problem doing that kind of stuff. It's just like, I don't, if I can without it, I'm going to try. And this is the moment where I can try. I may not get an opportunity to try again to be able to live off of it. So I'm going to try one more time. I tried once before when I was living with uh, chief, but, uh, I'm going to try again. And so, but where my mind is right now is I feel peace. Right now, I'm like, I'm feeling all right. And pretty soon, 
there's going to be some bills I got to take care of right, right around the corner. And so, um, I'm, it's been a week. So within this week has been like a really like a lot of like, just like chilling out, but I'm starting to get into that, like, uh, ramp up. It's the reason why you and I are coming together for this episode is because I think I've finally made it like an point in my mind where like, I need to chase something that I love and expose network, everything that it stands for is something that I love. And so, all right, this is the, the, the part of it. That's the, the part of the dream, if you would, part of like the ambition, part of the push one part of my life another parts of my life that i need to get back up and like back on the train for is my spirituality i need to get back on my spirituality or whatever that might mean for myself get back mm-hmm. into reading more often and practicing and then and really getting into that um that love again that passion again and another part is the whole career part so you said something so amazing i gotta reboot my spirituality mm-hmm. i'm a firm believer that that's what we have to do oh, yeah. like I, I feel like I just went to Harvest. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. I went with you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I saw people on this. So they say, come down and and accept the Lord into your life. And then there was still a lot of people in on the seats. And I'm not knocking them. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I feel like you got to accept them every day. Right. You have to like literally, I call it the billboard. Mm-hmm. See, when you're driving on the freeway and you see a billboard of a Big Mac, it's going to want you to eat a Big Mac. So, I, like, for me, daily reprieve. It's like you have to constantly reboot. Yeah. And I think some people just think that, like, oh, I, I go to church Sundays and that's it. Um, one of the things um, Greg Laurie said there was, like, not because your parents are Christian means you're Christian. Yeah, right. And I thought that was um, that was great. Yeah. Because a lot of people are living like on this whole fact that like, well, I know God. Yeah. But did he put the armor on today? And when I think armor, I mean like it's a literal physical thing you got to do. It's you yeah. got to grab a shield, put it up, grab the armor, grab the helmet, and put it on. That's like a physical grabbing action, willingness, and all that. That's like picking up your Bible and reading it. Mm-hmm. That's a... Uh, going out and helping the next yeah. hurt man. Yeah. And and that's so dope that you say that because like not a lot of people think like like you know like I got to reboot. Like no, but you, we do. Yeah. Like and that's good. I like that, man. And, and I'm not speaking for everyone. Not that I know everybody's whole thing on it, but I I have seen a lot of people just get lukewarm real quick. Like all yeah. of a sudden they think like I was on fire for like a year on Christ and now I just Stop it. Yeah. That's that's a, that's a good thing, man. And yeah, for me, I can't just sit here and assume that I'm all right. I'm never going to be all right. I'm never going to be done when it comes to my growth. No I can't no just, gain. Exactly. I can't just stop growing in anything, anything in life, and especially for my spirituality. So in my spirituality, yeah, I, I got to be able to be recognized as like, yeah, that's not as strong as it could be. Of course not. It's like being able to – because people are able to easily say, you know, yeah, I'm not really working out. I like to work out, but I'm really not working out right now. That's honesty. Wow. I would lie about that, you know? Why wouldn't you lie about that? And say, like, oh, I'm working out every day. I don't know if something's not happening. Maybe I'm just eating too much this or that. Spiritual People in spirituality, they don't do that. They don't admit that stuff. People in spirituality, they don't want to admit that at all. They'll just say to themselves, like, I'm good, man. Yeah, no, God is good, and this, this, and that. And they'll just move on with their day. Instead of, instead of just saying, I could always be doing more. I could always be doing more. And for myself, I, I feel that 100%. I, could, uh, I can always be doing more. I can treat it like I'm not doing anything at all is that true it's, it's faith with works yeah that's what we're, I think like we're getting to right mm-hmm. there it's faith with works because it's not only just being that crazy 
and saying, dude, like, it's all going to be fine. Yeah, God's right. got this. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, no, you know, you got to do something, something. Yeah, you, got, you still got something. You got to get course. closer to him. Yeah, exactly. You got to come to more. him and say, I need help. Right. Exactly. So it's interesting. When you think about un- unemployment and everything, there's a lot of thought that comes into it. There's the feeling, the feeling of like, man, this sucks. And you get resentful and you know, you start hating people around you, hating the company and all that. And then you go into that place where you feel that, you know what? I have ownership in that. Like a relationship, I have ownership in this breakup. And I'm going to take that ownership. You can Hopefully you can take yours too, but I'm just going to take mine because I'm not worried about you anymore as much. I'm taking my, my stuff and I'm taking what, what can I learn about that. And then from that point, we talk about um, uh, what prepared us to be able to be okay with the, uh, the, uh, the firing or the letting go or the losing the job. What makes you okay with that? It's being able to get to that point. You're getting ready for that. Uh, what do you call it? Callous the mind. Callousing the mind. Callousing the mind. Being able to get to that point where you're like, I know something's going to happen, so I better be ready for that. So when that happens, what what am I going to lose? I'm going to lose to this. I'm going to lose to that. So you know what? I'm going to detach from this. I'm going to detach from that. So when that opportunity comes for me to actually have to lose it, it won't be as harsh. And I won't go crazy going through. So I, I'll, I'll actually feel well about any kind of change or big movements or next chapters in my life. And then the last thing we talk about is um, being able to move forward. What does it look like moving forward? It's the ability to be able to say, you know, all things are possible for me. I'm 100% ready. I feel good about what, what's happening right now in my life. And I'm ready to pursue the next chapter of whatever that might be for myself. And I have to have ambition to be able to do that. Be able to look at something and say, like something like um, us being able to just do this, the Exposed Network. Be able to look at it and say, like, I'm going to pursue this 100%. I have the time. My table is clean. I yeah. can put this on the table. Focus on it. Uh, for me, that my photography for you, probably your music, yeah, and then my well being, my well being, my spirituality, family, my, my family. faith, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's gonna be the things to be able to pursue, dude. It's it's a, it's a lot of great stuff that we talked about. Like one of the things that I want to definitely end on is is just honesty. Be honest, right? Own your shit. My it was it my fault? Was it their fault? And who are, who is their fault? Right. And even if it is their fault, and just all you can do is own your part to it, keep your part of the street clean, uh-huh. and do what you got to do. If it was a quit, if it was a fire, it was a layoff, be honest. Did you not give it all? Is the company shady and you're done? Hey, guess what? When one door closes, the next one's opening. So if you lost your job today, the world's not falling apart. It's falling into place. Right. Get up. Own your part of it. Go out and look for the next job. And while you're looking for the next job, enjoy every moment. Look at the pros of it. Speak. You have more time to pursue something. Maybe you are you got a little side hustle or um, maybe you can spend more time with your kids. Maybe this is the moment where you go into your house and say, what can I live without? Yeah. Because I think we got to do a cut. Yeah. We got to do a cut, and that cut's got to stay, and I got to stay disciplined with it because I think that that's what happens. We do a cut, then the cut's done, and then the, it goes back to getting all the paper that we had before, and all of a sudden, it's like, let's buy the stuff again that's worthless. Right, right. So staying with that discipline and knowing that you can survive with little, that's fine. The pros of like being able to still spend time with family, owning your faults. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, and just keep pushing and staying, staying on. Just keep going, man, and don't worry; it's gonna be fine. Yes, absolutely. So if you lost your job today, and you're listening to this on that day, man, <laughs> <laughs> 
It's going to be fine. It's going to be all right. Um, Migs, thank you for exposing the mind today with me. Uh, hopefully everybody got <clears throat> a little bit of insight or be able to know that they know a couple of stupid, crazy people. And, insane. Uh, <laughs> insane the membranes. <laughs> uh, thank you for tuning in. Remember to follow us on our Instagram on uh, expose underscore network. Expose spelled X-P-O-S-E underscore network. Find us on Instagram. We're going to be opening up a YouTube real soon. And uh, for now, we'll be just throwing up the podcast. But eventually, we're going to be start doing some sort of video stuff. Throw some, maybe some interviews or yep. something. And uh, But we'll be doing stuff on there. And uh, keep on following this podcast. This will be consistent. And we want to be able to release this every week. So look for us next week as we have an interview or maybe just uh, another talk between us two. Um, thank you for listening. And uh, Migs, as always, thank you for your time. Keep a PMA and God bless. God bless.